Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. Hi, you guys, and welcome back to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. My name's Tony. I'm a tarot card reader, the owner of the House of Divina, which is a metaphysical space here in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, and I'm also the hostess of this podcast. In today's video, we're going to talk about my experience as a tarot card reader working with people who are trying to accomplish goals. As a card reader, I have carved out a really unique niche in that my sole purpose of using tarot cards to work with other people is to help them accomplish their goals, to help them live their lives more strategically. I understand that we cannot avoid obstacles, nor is that the point of living, but I certainly want people to be aware of what's coming so they'll know how then to temper the storms as well as how to capitalize on the opportunities that present for whatever pathway they are choosing. However, in my own journey using the tool of tarot for more than two decades now, but as well as working with other people for at least 10 years, I've noticed that there is one thing that interrupts, delays, or just completely stops accomplishing goals. Tarot, as a tool, is absolutely great for helping us find strategies, but ambition is not included. I'm an entrepreneur, and I absolutely love speaking to other entrepreneurs, people who are driven and ambitious and who live a life with purpose. In today's episode, we're going to talk about ambitious people. But we're also going to talk about it from the perspective of entrepreneurship. And we're going to look at the zodiac and how it reveals itself in the tool of tarot. So since we're talking about entrepreneurship, I'm acknowledging that most of the people that I know who are in a position of entrepreneurship are not self-employed and they have multiple streams of income. So they are what I refer to as multipreneurs. It's a term that I made up that means a person who has a full-time job and who has started a secondary stream of income or who is living out their uh, passion through purpose in addition to this other economic venue. Most of the people that I know who are multipreneurs started their business off the cuff right? They did not have this huge business plan that ultimately gets shelved, but they had a desire, they had some means, and they just started the business. Now, I've noticed that this is a great strength of people who are cardinal signs. Cardinal signs are Aries, Capricorn, Libra, and Cancer. These people are great for coming up with ideas. I mean, they're always looking for them, and usually it's something that kind of bubbles up in their being. They can't help wanting to create, do, drive, be, experience. And how I have seen this show up in the cardinal signs, I'm going to start one by one. So for Aries, which shows itself as the emperor in tarot, usually they've got an idea and in their head, they're like, this is going to spread like wildfire. And they see their idea catching wind um, and people rallying around their idea and engaging in it. There is no doubt in the mind of an Aries 
that their plan or their idea, their goal is going to succeed. They have the ambition to do whatever it takes to get this thing up and running and successful. The Capricorn, which tends to show itself as the devil card in tarot, uh, they come to the point of entrepreneurship saying, you know what, I've got this idea. It's definitely going to make money because I'm going to follow the regular procedures on how I need to do that. And this idea is going to bring us back to the traditional ways, you know, the way that things should be done in the first place. I've noticed, though, that cardinal signs such as the Capricorn have a desire or an ambition to preserve history. They tend to see the balance between the new and the old as their market and the thing that they want to pursue. The Aries, however, they're just looking at how to take over territory, right? Like they may see something in any different number of um, areas of operation, and they're looking at how they can do it bigger, better, faster. And so everything, I won't even say anything is the competition for the Aries. I think they just want to blaze a trail and do something great um, and big. And then we have the Libra, another cardinal sign, their cardinal air. And in their head, they're just like, you know what? I've thought about this. My idea is going to bring equality and fairness to the field, whatever field it is that they're choosing. And the Libran entrepreneur tends to see crooks or monopolies as their competition. They're in there, they'll they'll fight it out to kind of equal out the playing field for the little guy. They are there to support uh, the underdog. They are there to give people options and fair choice. And if things aren't working right or uh, they cannot apply logic to it, they are there to shift things or make things happen differently so that, again, they can bring equality and fairness to whatever field that they pursue. And then there is the Cancerian, who is the is uh, one of the four cardinal signs. Now, with Cancer people, they want to heal their community. They want to give back. They are trying to figure out how to build community. They want to insert their heart, literally, into everything that they do. And they see the world as an opportunity. And they want to provide a safe haven, usually, for people. They don't tend to look at the world as competition, though. In a Cancerian's eyes, there is no such thing as competition in business because everybody is here to help one another. Now, when we are looking at um, other characteristics that help an entrepreneur, resilience is top of mind. Now, with resilience, you are typically staying the course, regardless of an obstacle that's going to come to you, because that is just part of it. When you're looking at doing anything great, or you're looking at starting a business, or you're looking at accomplishing a goal, or shifting the dynamics of anything. Now, I found that resilience is an absolutely great strength of our fixed signs. And by fixed signs, I'm referring to our Leos, Taurus. Aquarius and Scorpio people. Now with the Aquarius, when it comes to business, they come to it with a mindset that says, listen, I know what's right and I know what's wrong. I know what to do 
I know how to do it. And as a matter of fact, I actually know how to do it better than anybody else. But I'll sit and listen and learn, figure out how smart they are. And then I'm going to do what I know what needs to be done. They also think, you know what, because I intuitively know what needs to be done. I'm just going to be here as a resource for people. I don't want people to have to go it alone. Then there's a Scorpio. Scorpios tend to crack me up in business. They are the quiet wanderer. And I, I have Scorpios in my family. You guys, I love you so much. Um, but Scorpio people, they tend to be like, you know what? This is a great idea. And I'm here for it. They think in their head, they're just like, you know what? Somehow I'm going to keep this going. I can help save people from themselves. And then they're like, wait a minute. Maybe it's not people who needs saving. Maybe it's me. But they're like, you know what? Maybe I need to be saved from this idea. But, you know, if I don't stay, though, if I don't stay, who's going to stay? Who's going to who's going to keep this thing going? And then they're like, OK, well, maybe I'll stay for a little while. Stay for a little while. I'll just think about this. Although I won't actually go because I'm needed and actually I need this business. But... If this thing goes downhill, I am abandoning ship and I'm not looking back. And the funny thing is, they actually mean all of it. And then there is the Leo people. The Leo people, they come with a flair to business. You know, uh, they are definitely resilient. They will, they are the wise wonders. Um, when they see business, they, while they may not necessarily start a business, but if they do, they'll be like, you know what? We started a good thing here and I'm going to keep the flame burning. I just need to add more wood to the fire. Uh, the thing about Leo people is that people just absolutely love them. They're down to earth. Uh, people are drawn to them very much like a warm hearth on a cold day. The customers, they just keep coming back because um, they genuinely like the practitioner. And then let's talk about Taurus people. Taurus people are what I call my chief creatives. Uh, they've mastered their craft. So whatever the business, they don't care if everybody leaves or if your business appears to be failing. In their head, a Taurus is like, this is just a phase. They'll be back. And when they'll do, and when they do, I'll be here waiting. Uh, they usually are waiting with an I told you so energy, but they may or may not tell you that. And when they come back or when you come back to business with them, they usually have a new angle on the old thing. So I found that sometimes it's good to kind of leave a Taurus just for a little while to their own ideals or advances. Um, they tend to come up with some really creative stuff. They're not great to be left alone at long periods of time because an idle mind wanders, but um, they are great. Like I said, I call them my chief creatives. All right. And then let's talk about the mutable signs. Our mutable signs are our Sagittarians, Geminis, Virgos, and our Pisces people. When we're talking about entrepreneurship, our Sagittarius people 
tend to think from a point of, you know what, this was fun while it lasted, but I'm ready to blaze a new trail. Let's introduce a new product or a service line, something that may be a little bit salacious even, something that makes clients desire to have this product above everything else. Now, our Gemini business owners, they tend to say, let's focus for a minute on the people. Let's talk to them. Let's find out what they think. Let's see things from their perspective. Let's chat it up with them as as, uh, much as possible. Um, And let's shift and do things differently faster rather than waiting. And then we have our Virgo people. Our Virgo people are usually looking at business and saying, and in a very short time too, look, we've mastered this particular path, but there's so much we can do with it. When they're looking at business, they're they're typically looking at it from the power of three or understanding that the power of multiplicity applies, right? They're looking, maybe they are, maybe they're selling oranges, right? They've got oranges and then they're selling them. And they have become known as the best orange sellers. But instead of just having oranges to sell, the Virgo has an orange grove. They own the grove, so they're able to sell them at a better profit. But instead of just selling the oranges from their grove, they're also thinking, you know what? Let me make orange juice from these oranges. So now they have oranges as the primary. Then they have orange juice as a secondary. But then they're thinking, you know what? I understand that people use essential oils. So now they're taking the rinds of the oranges and they're creating an orange essential oil. And they're also thinking, you know what? I know that people use oranges in the magic that they do. So now that they've made the essential oil from the rinds, they're also taking the orange peels and using them to craft spell water or uh, spell oils or dress candles. So they've used one particular product right? And they've made juice, they've made essential oils, and they are using it for magic. And then we've got our Pisces people. Our Pisces people are looking at business based on intuition a lot of times and the way that they feel. So they will come up with a great idea to launch, figure out how they can help and support people. They will stay the course and look for opportunities for growth as well as whether or not they need to shift the market. And they will then go, you know what? I feel like a change is needed on how I meet the needs of my clients at hand. How can how can I help people more, but differently? Now, using the tool of tarot, it can help all 12 of these zodiacs build and grow their business and capitalize on opportunities. However, as I said before, ambition is not included. 
and you heard how these people or these characteristics reveal themselves in tarot. And in all of that, ambition in order to keep going, uh, resilience in order to stay the course, and the flexibility needed to see the winds of change and opportunities to grow is not inherent in the tarot. It cannot give you what you do not fundamentally have within you. And so that's probably one reason why I love working with entrepreneurs and people who are working towards accomplishing the goals. Because using the tool of tarot, I can see all of this uh, and where they are based on the cards that come up, and then I can help them accomplish their goals. So if this has been insightful for you, I welcome you to, one, continue to come back to Conversations with a Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. But also, listen to the previous podcasts uh, where I talked about learning tarot. That was mostly in season two. And go to my website, thehouseofdivina.com. I am in the process of creating some tools for investment here at the House of Divina. It's not something that is new. As you guys know, I'm always creating something new and different, such as the root collection that I have in-house now. But this work is a continuation, something that I've been working on for a few years now. Uh, I'm creating a tarot deck. I'm creating an oracle deck. Uh, I'm writing a book about the zodiacs and how they work together. And I'm also creating a Lenormand and a Kipper deck. These are works that have been a long time coming. I've not put them on the front burner until now. Uh, but with the House of Divina now being established, the root collection out, uh, me having this podcast it is time for me to put this other work out and about. I am still trying to figure out if this is going to be self-published or if I'm going to work with a publisher to do that. So if you guys know of a reputable publisher, uh, please share that information with me. And in the meantime, uh, if I can be a resource for you, you can reach me on my website at thehouseofdivina.com and I will get back to you soon. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Divina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend.